I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you sweet sweet sound in your ears good morning good afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host thank you for joining me so yeah here i am and um, I do apologize. I have been offline for some days. There's been a lot going on. I'm actually recording from a different location right now, um, somewhere else in another part of the world. So it's been, my schedule has really been up and down. So it's been a little bit difficult for me getting my balance back. But I've, I'm finally able to get a little bit of headspace right now. So I just said, let me just have a little bit of a conversation and amusing with, with you know, with the Lord. And with you guys too, you know, and um, by the way, it's really hot. I happen to be in a place that is not supposed to be hot, but it's really hot. Um, there's, I'm sure you must have read it in the news. There's a heat wave um, in London at the moment, and um, or rather in the UK, and it's just really hot. Anyways, we're, we're, it's actually hotter than Nigeria, but that's by the side. I think... I just want to thank God for what he's taken me through and you know I went out for a stroll um, this afternoon and you know why it's good to to leave your 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 location is because you begin to see yourself through the eyes of other people I don't know if that happens to you because when you're in your own space you you know everybody knows you things you're familiar you blend in somehow but when you move to another location and particularly in a place where you don't particularly blend in because i mean you know you're different you begin to see yourself through the eyes of other people and 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 so i just looking at my reflection in the in the windows of the shops and the buildings as, as i was walking around today I realized how much of a change has happened in my life in the past two years because literally I have been indoors more often than not. Even though Nigeria wasn't on a strict lockdown, I was on lockdown for two and a half years. And um, yeah, I have been on lockdown. So even things like knowing how to walk, like long distance, as in knowing how to take a walk, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having to relearn even things like that. And um, it is um, hmm. and and it's not just because there was a pandemic. It was just there was just a lot going on. There was a lot going on, and um, it's like for two and a half years, I, I really didn't even, I, I couldn't think about myself. I couldn't think about. I couldn't think about myself. I couldn't, I couldn't, in fact, for like a whole year, I, I didn't even, 
I didn't buy any new clothes or shoes. Of course, we're not going anywhere, but it just didn't matter. A lot of stuff just didn't matter. So, I'm just... But, you know, it just made me just appreciate God. And, and honestly, I have nothing to say today. This is one of those days when I really don't have anything to say. It's just that I just realized that, my goodness, God, this is what the last two years have been like. And it then makes sense why certain things have also happened. It was it, The last two years were really tough on me. I, I didn't realize how much it was. I, I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it is as I'm coming out of it now that I realize that, you know, I'm beginning to, it's almost like, okay, here comes another Holy Ghost analogy. It's like someone who swam in very muddy water. So you, while you were swimming, you didn't realize how muddy the water was. But when you then come out of the water, you then realize that your whole body, you're, you're so dirty. I mean, like everywhere is brown, your clothes are stained. And you're like, what? Why? How? You know, was that what I swam through? And, you know, but when you were in the water, you didn't know. You were just, you know, plodding along. And that's how it's been for me. So now I'm I'm looking at myself and I'm like, whoa. I'm seeing, you know, certain things and I'm like, wow. How is it that you never noticed all this before? Well, you know, it's like... But it's, it's just making me realize that at that time, all those things were not important. Do you understand? I was trying to keep my head above water. I was in a battle for, you know, it, it, it just all those things didn't matter. So the fact that I can now be looking at all that shows that those, in fact, the fact that I'm even here, that I'm able to have made this trip shows that the thing that the devil thought he would use to tie me down. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I know you would help me find meaning and give words, voice to what is in my heart that I didn't even know needed to come out. The fact that I could even come, a trip I've not been able to make for two and a half years because the circumstances I was faced with were such that it just was not possible. Nothing speaks more to the fact, to what the Lord has done in my life than the fact that I could actually make this trip now at this time. You know, I've always said that, so I just want to thank God. I just want to thank him. And I now know why I started that song with, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, O God. Take joy, my king, in all you hear. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. It's a very simple song. I can't remember who sang it, but, you know, I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice. He's, he's a wonderful God. He's just really, really wonderful. He's just really wonderful. He's just really wonderful. He's just really wonderful. And um, I continue to rely on him. I continue to rely on him. Even to make this trip is the one that made it possible. It wasn't it wasn't easy for me, you know. It just wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. There's a lot of stuff that I can't really go into details about, but it was not easy. But he held my hand. There's a lot. Hmm. It's so funny, you know, when when it's so funny when I look at my life in the past and 
whenever I obeyed God, I felt I was doing him a favor. But now I realize that God doesn't need me. I'm the one that needs him. Yes, I know he, he says, you know, he says he needs me. But the truth is, it's almost like when you're in a relationship and I know God will be okay without me. You know what I'm saying? I, I will not be okay without him. So clearly, you know, you know, when you're in that kind of relationship, when you know that this person, even if, you know, anything, if I'm not here, this person will be fine. He'll, person will miss me, sorrow me, but the person will be fine. But you know, if you're in that kind of relationship, oh, well, yeah, may God help you. You know what I'm saying? But that's how it is for me and God. So I have to, I think I need to take, be more aware, self-aware of the fact that I actually need him more than he needs me. I think it wasn't, I didn't feel that way when I was younger. I, I loved him and all that, but this sense of dependence that I have because, and it's because a lot of the things that I could do and I could rely upon myself to do, I can't do them anymore. Now, I've said this before, I think I'm just a little bit much more fragile now. I rely on him more. You know, I just rely on him. And um, I've really seen, I mean, yeah, I just need his help for me to help me with things and stuff. There's some things I need to really deal with now that I'm. It's becoming clear, clear to me. In fact, there, there are things you know. As you deal with one, you deal with another. It's almost like when you have a garden that is overgrown. You know, today you are weeding the petunias. Tomorrow it's the grasses. The next day it's the hay. The other time it is this one. You know, it just never stops. It just never ends. You know, and uh, you know perhaps as you are weeding one plant, another one is growing somewhere else. But, you know, but, but the garden is being taken care of and, you know, it's the, the ground, the places that you weed, at least you are then able to use that soil to grow vegetables. You can, you, you know, you are in a better situation that you are in, but you, there is no time at which you can now say, Oh, I don't need to work on this garden anymore. You just have to keep tilling, toiling that garden. You have to keep weeding. You have to keep pruning. You have to keep growing and sharpening and watering. And I guess you must have realized that we're talking about the garden of our heart. And that's what God talks about in the parable of the sower in, in the book of Mark. You know, he says that, you know, and, and, and I, these are things that I'm just beginning to realize now. That life is a continuous process of pruning, of sowing, of weeding. And that you cannot leave the garden of your heart untended. You cannot leave it untended, unnurtured, unwatered. It's a daily thing. If you're if you're a plant person, you know, you don't water your plants every day; they will die. Except there are some trees that have some deep roots, you know. But water has to get to them, either by nature or by nurture. There is no tree, no plants that will survive without water, without sun, without light. So nourishment must come to that plant for it to grow. Soil too must be aerated. Weeds, thorns have to be pulled out of the soil. Otherwise they will choke the word of God in that person's life. They will choke that plant, that fruit will never ever come out. So I don't know, as you can see this is just a real random musing. There's nothing I have to say that is I catch you know I tend to, but I just want to thank God for making it possible for me to come to this on this journey. It means a lot to me. 
means a lot to me. God has really been so good to me. He's so he's so good to me. He's so good to me. He's so so good to me. He's so good to me. I, I need to be able to represent him more. I don't do that well enough. I pray that he will help me to be able to do this a bit more. So thank you, Father. Thank you for making it possible for me to make this trip. All the difficulties, all the anxiety, all the fear. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it down. And you said that this is going to be a good trip. I commit it into your hands. All that you have for me to do at this time, let it be done according to your plan and purpose in Jesus' name. Use me. Let my word, let the words of my heart, of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my God and my Redeemer, use me for your glory at this time. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.